In order for electricity to flow properly, it first must be connected to a powerful source. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce to you The Plug, People Living Under Grace, a podcast that's designed to connect all of us to the God of our salvation through His Son, Jesus Christ. Dive in with hosts Joseph AJ, Dominique Suarez, Sharday, and Brian B. as they talk about hot topics such as faith, family, and finances, and everything in between. So grab your friend or grab your favorite loved one, sit down and relax because the plug is on, and get ready to get plugged in. And we're back. You're listening to The Plug, People Living Under Grace. I'm Joseph AJ. I'm Dominique Soares. And we have back with us Mr. Robert Scott, who is the godfather of The Plug. He is going to get heavy with the business, everything you can think about, finances that you don't think about. Mr. Scott, you got it. I think Dominique was trying to um, tell Mr. Scott something, and then she got cut off by the commercial break. <laughs> no, just Go ahead, niece. Anyway, read <laughs> my house hunt. So I put like this prayer in a prayer box. I don't know how many years ago about the particular house I wanted, but I felt like I needed to help God get it. <laughs> so all of the house hunting stuff I had been doing prior to us finally get into this house was all me, me finding a realtor, me looking for a lender, like all the extras, us prematurely looking for homes in general, you know, and not mm-hmm. no, having the knowledge behind it, you know? Um, so when the time came for us to move, like I told you before, like I wasn't even thinking about moving anymore. It's like, you know, it is what it is. Our debt to income ratio is probably high now because I just got this new truck, like whatever. I had started, I had bought new things to like put up in my house. Um, so I had, was like redecorating my apartment and like really getting settled in and randomly my brother came over and found this house on his Instagram. His friend posted her house and was like, Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sell my house. If y'all know anyone interested, let me know. And even when he told me, I was like, uh, uh-uh, I don't have time. Cause no, I, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and one thing led to the next. And when I tell you, Mr. Scott, the whole process, the lender I used was, um, the lender of the seller. She works for a lending company. Her brother-in-law owns a lending company. So she reached out to me on Instagram. was like, hey, do you have a lender yet? No, not yet. Okay, well, can I pass your information to my brother-in-law? They immediately called me. Me and her used the same realtor because I had already knew one of my friends had her same realtor. So the realtor just went ahead and represented the both of us. She gave me a chunk of her um, commission for our closing right. costs, so all we had to do was come up with the down payment. Like it, the whole process was sm- the smoothest right. deal I've ever made in life, right. along with the car. Like as if somebody scripted it out for you. Yes, yes, and the realtor said, "This is the fastest lending company I have ever worked with, and I will forever recommend them to you know folks later." You know, so yeah, it was all God. Oh, well, I think, I think you know what happens is when you put something in your mind, mm-hmm. your mind is like a heat-seeking missile. You give it something, and it will guide itself towards that thing 
that you gave it. So th that's why they say thoughts are powerful. Be careful what you think about because you just might get it because it's in your, right? It's, it's in your mind. So if you constantly think about positive things, your mind will guide you to positive people, positive things, but it's the same thing on the negative side. If you think negative thoughts, right, you're going to produce that which you think about, right? So if the man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So that's because the heart is not the physical heart, but the heart is when we say, let's get to the heart of the matter. We're talking, let's get to the substance, that thing that really matters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not people think it's, you know, it's a personal, it's a physical heart, but it's really a metaphor for the mind, which is the heart of, of the body and the, and, and the, the engine um, so what but i'm glad to hear that i'm glad i'm Thank glad you. to hear that you got the house and everything credit score was good still that is i'm not playing about that <laughs> so yeah that leads me into the into the next thing like the last time we talked about personal credit we talked about credit scores and fica and vantage scores and different credit cards and things like that um I was talking to my partner today and in order to be financially stable, we talk about being rich. Most people think that they can be rich, but when we talk about wealthy, they're like, eh, I don't know. Wealthy is a whole nother, a whole nother level. I don't know if I can get there. And what I want to tell you today is that I want you to flip that around. I want you to flip it around. You can be wealthy and never be rich. Do you, do you think that's true? I'm talking about financially. Explain, please. I, okay. Well, Let me get, go ahead, Joseph. I think that you can, I think wealth, if and, and I'm remembering a conversation that we had before, all, all of us, um, shout outs to, first of all, shout outs to Brian and Sade who are out handling business. They're not with us today. Um, I remember a conversation that we all had with you and it was like the difference between having $300,000 a year versus having, it was something, it wasn't, you weren't rich with it, but it was like, a, it was consistent, if that makes sense. Like the, the, the difference of being rich versus the consistency of being wealthy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that, am I on that kind of? Yes, yes. Not, not, but it's not really so much the consistency of being wealthy. It, exactly what it is, is that in, in America, if you make $250,000 a year, you're considered to be rich. In order to get into the 1% of the wealthiest individuals in the world, you need to make somewhere about $450,000 a year. Hmm. That's, that's the very bottom of the richest 1%, 450. Yeah. That's, so $250,000 is rich. When we talk about rich, we talk about money. That's how we know what rich is. It's denoted by a numerical figure, $250,000 a year. But when we talk about wealth, we talk about time. Time. Example, if you stop working today, how long can you live the lifestyle that you live today? Mm. And that measured your wealth. Yeah. If you say, well, Mr. Scott, I can only survive a day. 
then you're only a day wealthy. Say, Mr. Scott, I can survive six months. Okay, but then you're six months wealthy. Hmm. Let me put it to you like this. Let's say somebody was making, uh, the average person in America makes $31,133 a year, right? Which is probably about $15 an hour, something like that. Let's say that person had um, monthly expenses of somewhere about $2,000. And I could show that person how to create cash flow consistently that would be on autopilot, somewhat autopilot, that was bringing in $7,000 a month consistently. $7,000 a month times 12 is $84,000 a year. The person is only only has $2,000 worth of um, expenses. And now they're bringing in 7,000. That means that 5,000 to the good every month. Wow. How long can you live the lifestyle you live today without working? That person can now quit their job, right? And live off of their investment forever. They don't make $250,000 a year. They're not rich, but they're wealthy. They never have to work again because the income coming in from their investments is paying all their expenses and they have $5,000 left over. Every month. Every month. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of yes. sense. So hence, here we go with the business credit. Do you know that is easier for an individual with bad credit, no credit, to buy a multifamily house than it is to buy a single family home. You said it's easier. It's easier. It's much easier. Right. I think I remember because because it's it brings in income and banks are more willing to approve than not so much for Right. So what happens is with a single family home, the bank is asking the question, well, who's who's going to pay the mortgage? That's the question. Yeah. Who's going to pay the mortgage? And the answer is you. You're the only one. But if I got a six unit, eight unit, 10 unit apartment building. And they ask the same question, mm -hmm. the answer is the tenants. It's not me. So if I drop dead, they can still make the they can still make the payments because the tenants are paying rent every month. Right. Right. So with real estate, you're getting appreciation. The property is going up in value over time. Depreciation, you can write it off. And cash flow. What other investment you know, I mean, are, are, are you going to do that with? People talk about Bitcoin. Bitcoin goes up in value, but you don't have appreciation, depreciation, and cash flow. Right. They talk about Turo. They talk about um there's a few a few other investments that, that they talk about so what i say now is to once you get your personal credit together it's now time to transition over to the business side why the business side number one when you utilize your credit cards on the personal side you have a utilization issue right a dti issue when mm -hmm. on the business side that doesn't exist if you have a $5,000 credit card and you use it to the limit, so what? 
There is no utilization that's reported on the business side. Also, if you want to buy real estate or you want to do anything where you need some type of protection, you need a business. You need a business. You need you need a you need a, a, a LO. Uh oh, uh oh, Dominique. I have a question. Have a question. Yeah, look, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So you know who my business partner is, as well as yes. my husband. Um, we bought this home, but I'm still interested in buying multifamily properties. Definitely. Definitely. I know that. Um, Jay has comments. I know that <laughs> we have an LLC. I want to be able to, and you're probably going to answer this. I'm probably asking prematurely. I want to be able to put the multifamily homes under the LLC and not under our personal credit, but our LLC doesn't have any established credit, which I'm certain you're probably going to address in, in this episode. Um, so, so my thought is if we're buying commercial property, does the debt to income matter? Especially because you're now you're saying like banks are going to ask who's going to pay the mortgage. Well, yes, my husband already has this house under his name, but ultimately tenants are going to pay the mortgage for that property, you know? So is it okay to move forward and have, because my husband's credit is decent, he does have an income because now we're trying to figure out how to, like whose income are we going to use to get into, to get this multifamily? Whose credit score are we going to use? You know, um, which I have good credit, but at this point I don't have income. My partner has a lot of income, doesn't have good credit. My husband has both. So do we put him on no. the loan? You know, no, Nobody. It, when you're buying multifamily, hear me clearly. When you're buying multifamily properties, none of that matters. You could have just woke up out the gutter, sleeping like Riff Van Winkle, woke up, found the property, go to the bank, show them a performer, they finance it, and now you're, you're back to oh, the good. performer, what does that mean? A performer is a document that shows how the property is going to perform when it's fully rented. Okay. Joseph, I can't hear you. Sorry, because it just told me. Oh, you me <laughs> so you mean to tell me that I could be sleeping in the gutter one day and then that same afternoon I could go to the bank and get a loan, even with, I use this very carefully, piss poor credit? Yes. Not that I have piss poor credit, but I'm just saying. Yes. No credit. Never had any. Why? Scott, I need you to come to Connecticut and why? and walk why? me through this process. Because the property is the one that's now being subjected to scrutiny, not you. Because the bank is thinking, hmm, Dominique bought a nice property. There's eight units in a nice area, bringing in about fifteen thousand a month. We, you know, what I'm saying we only lent her X amount of dollars. We see that that property down the road is going to be worth. You know, three times what she bought it for. So if she doesn't do the right thing, we'll take it. We'll put it on our books. We'll make it an asset, and then we'll lend it out again, or we'll just keep the 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 revenue stream from it. And you know, what I'm saying we'll just hold on to it. Yeah. So for the bank, it's a win-win. Right. How can they lose? They can't lose, right? So let me let me address your your question, Dominique. So basically, when you have a corporation, there are two ways to build corporate credit. 
you I call it the slow way and the fast way. The slow way is not to use your credit because you don't have any credit. So if you don't have any, can you still build business credit? Yes, but it takes time because you have to do the tier one vendors. Then you have to wait some time, move up to the tier two vendors, then tier three. And it, it just takes time. So if you want to fast track it, here's what I suggest you do. I suggest that most people, whether they have a business idea or not, go out and buy or, or pay for an LLC. I tell a lot of people to get an aged LLC two years or older because you can get a lot of business credit if your company is at least two years old as opposed to it being brand new. So, Dominique, for you specifically, what you would do is anybody Oh, wait a minute. I hate to give I hate to give this away, but you oh boy. Come on, Mr. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know where your favorites here on home flood. <laughs> oh, all right, here we go. I have over 200 banks that I know what credit score they want. I know what credit what credit bureau they pull from, and I know how much money you can get. So one of the banks, I'm just going to give out one of them because once again, as I said before, October 21st, 1030 AM in my Facebook group, Financial Success, I got a crazy package that I'm giving away and, and, and it'll have all of this in it. But one of the banks is called BB&T. BB&T oh, has now merged with SunTrust and there's a new bank out called Truist. If you have a 680 credit score, your business is two years old, they will give you $50,000 unsecured with no documentation. Wait a minute, you're not excited. No, I'm just trying to remember. So BB&T, so are we going with the SunTrust merger with Truist? Or yeah, we, we, well, right, right now, I think as of October 9th, they merge their systems. Okay. But if you see a, a BB&T right there where you live, you can go there. It's not you here. SunTrust. I, don't, I haven't seen a SunTrust. So Mr. Scott, you know I live in California, so I don't really get excited hearing $50,000. Like, I'm no, like, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. Multi-family is $350,000. Right, right. <laughs> what happens is this. What happens is this. Let's say, say you're doing it. I don't want to give this information. These are this is jewels that I'm giving away, and I really don't want to give it away, but I'm just going, just this one scenario. Okay, I appreciate it. So that. we all agree, right, that there's three credit bureaus. You have okay. Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. So let's say you and your husband, you both have 700s or 680s or whatever, and I give you three banks that you can go to using your Equifax that will give you $50,000 a piece. That's 150,000, right? Mm -hmm. I can turn around and give your husband three other banks. He's using Ex Experian or TransUnion and he gets 150. I can give your partner three other banks. He uses Equifax and now that's another 150. I can do it all in 90 days. In 90 days, I can take somebody who has zero and get them almost $300,000 in, in financing and funding. 
I'll be contacting you. Yeah, we'll now remember, that. when you buy something, right? You put most likely you're gonna put down twenty percent, mm -hmm. right? You're right. gonna put down twenty percent. Also, when we talk about multifamily properties, and you know, there's stuff that we'll get into a little, a little later on, you know, maybe on another podcast, but you can use the monthly rents from that property and the rents and the, and the deposits that were given as down payment and from down payment money. Mm. That's why you always close at the end of the month. You always close a multifamily property at the end of the month so that you can collect the rents the first of the next month. Right. And you have 45 days to make a payment. So with the rents that you collect that month after you take ownership, you can use that money as down payment in your initial contract. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to talk more off air because yeah. I, I yeah. need right. So building credit, building credit. Because you have good credit, you need to use your credit, right? To build credit. Because leverage, it's called leverage. So you go in, you get a um, uh oh, wait a minute. Joseph, are you with Navy Family? Of course. Okay, that's right. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm, <laughs> my bad. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I would, you know, I'm getting a little old. No, because <laughs> I, I, I think you called the back channel line and got me. Yeah, yeah, I got you in. yeah. Like, I was just, I just made a phone call. You know, well, I made a phone call to the man upstairs. Yeah. He worked right. it out. By faith. And yeah, by worked faith it out for you. So, Dominique, Navy Federal. What, yes. What? Navy, oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me go in my pocket. I do need to ask too. Am I adding right. to? I got a lot of people that's adding asking that for my card. access number. Huh? Is there a cap? I have a lot of people asking for my access number in order to get Navy Federal. Is there no. a cap? On no. it? So I'm like, no. I don't want them to mess up my accounts. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, no. great. No, no, they can get it. So this one, we just got this the other day. You might have saw I posted it on Facebook. This is the Navy Federal Business Go Rewards card. I don't mm. know. Probably can't see that. There you go. Mm -hmm. The gold rewards card, twenty five thousand. Oh, nice. Less than a six eighty credit score. Wow. So definitely, you guys I'm need to open. Up. You, Mr. Staff. I got. They you, just raised mine to fifteen thousand. Yeah, you need to see. See. Look, look. <laughs> I'm like, I'm calling all the time. I need my uh, credit limit to be increased and my interest rate to be decreased. <laughs> yeah, the Navy Federal, it's a 91.3. Every 91 days or three three st billing statements, you can go back in and, and apply. So right now, if you do not have a business account, open up a business account at Navy, open one up at BB&T, and... I like credit unions. I, I would open up another one at Andrews Federal Credit Union or uh, First Tech or Alliant, A-L-L-I-A-N-T, um, or hmm, what was the other one? State, SECU, State Employment Credit Union. They have excellent, there, there's just so many of them. You know what I mean? Um, on, on the 21st, I'm going to pull out the whole list so you'll, you'll have uh, all of that information. But for now, that's what I would do. Since you have good credit, I would. Now, how old is your business? It's not. Like, we got a new LLC. Um, we established it in maybe June, either June or July. 
of this year? I thought it was aged. No, I we, we were looking. Age, we just okay. bought it. We so, well, I'm, I'm a little bit more aggressive because, right, I understand what I'm doing. So, here's what I would do with the knowledge that I have. I got a credit card. It's looking at me. I'm looking at it. It's looking at me. I'm looking at it. I don't really know what to do with it, right? Then I said, oh, okay, well, Mr. Scott said that I can get a business and I got good credit. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the credit card and I'm going to buy a aged LLC. Now, when I get the aged LLC, I'm going to go ahead and run the play that Mr. Scott told me in terms of going to Navy Federal and open up. I'm going to open up three checking accounts at three different institutions. Mr. Scott gave me the list so I know which ones to go to and I know which ones pull what credit bureau. I'm just going to run the play. I'm going to open up the accounts. I'm going to pick three from the same credit bureau, and I'm going to apply for all three almost simultaneously. You say, well, Mr. Scott, how, how do I do that? The advent of computers. I can open up three computer windows and open up three applications at the same time, fill in all the information, and then just go submit, submit, submit. Why is that? Because what I don't want is I don't want the next creditor to see the inquiry that I just got from the previous creditor. So I do them all, quote unquote, simultaneously. The they all go through. So basically, I did all three of them with one inquiry. So I mean, yeah, look brilliant. at the computers there. That's, that's brilliant, that actually. Yeah. Does that make sense, Dominique? What I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, and mm -hmm. then. And now every 90 days, you rinse and repeat. You do the same thing. Just go out and get the finances. So let's say the three of you guys, every 90 days, you're getting $150,000, let's say line of credit or credit card, a piece. So you 150, I mean, right, you 150, your husband 150, that's 300, your, your, your other partner, 150, that's 450. Well, what's 450 times four? Since every 90 days, you're gonna go She's in. Silly, a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna say, you the, you the math genius here, Dominique. Right? So, what I'm saying is it's over a million dollars, right? 450, 450 right. is 900, 900, 900 is 1.8. That's, that's a decent amount of money. California, 1.8 million. Now you got 1.8 million dollars that basically you got sitting around that you have access to that now you can make a move. Remember also that when you find a building, if you guys got half a million dollars, you probably can buy a, a, a property that's well over a million, all right? And you can start off with duplexes. You don't have to start off with a, a eight unit, nine unit. You could just, you could just do um, duplexes. Buy a duplex, then buy another duplex, and then we're going to play Monopoly for real. Once you get four units, whether they're two duplexes or you end up getting four single family homes, now what we're going to do is what's called a 1031 tax exchange, where we're going to exchange that for something of a higher value. And that's, and that's how you level up. And that transaction, uh, by the way, is tax free. To God be the glory. Joseph, you can get a business too. No, I, I, have, 
Well, yeah. That yeah. Was, that part. And, and really, so for, for those people who you have a business, but also, but let me let me just talk about the, the also the benefits. So if you're single or you or you pay a lot of taxes or have been paying a lot of taxes, you need a business. And you need yeah. to run everything through the business, right, Dominique? Yes, I'm definitely trying to do that. And now that right. I, we have one with the real estate stuff, but I'm trying to do it with like our personal family LLC, you know? Right, right, right. And so what you do is it's because there are two ways to do it, right? You can go right online and do an LLC for $250. Or you can buy one. Either or. Um, I do both. I do, but when it comes to just a regular corporation, I'll do it myself. But if I want a Wyoming corporation, Nevada Corp, an age corporation, then um, I, I buy them from, from other actually, people. I was actually yeah. just looking online. I had just typed that in, buying an age LLC and Wyoming came up. Yeah. And Nevada too. Yeah. The plug because there's certain, laws, there's certain laws that from a, a business standpoint are good for having your corporations in those particular states. Um, so I have a main corporation in Wyoming. Then I have a whole bunch of other LLCs that the Wyoming corporation owns in other states. Okay. So, you know, it, it works out that way. So for those people um, who don't have good credit, but who have a business, then don't stop working on it. There, there are ways to do it. There's ways to build up the credit um, and get get a done score. So you get your business, right? You have your, your SS, I mean, you fill out the SS4 form, you have your EIN number, you go, you have your DUNS number, D-U-N-S number, go to dnb.com, Dun and Bradstreet, Bradstreet, get your DUNS number for free. And then go out and really get what's called tier one credit. So places like Quill, Q-U-I-L, basically what they do is they have um, products uh for like toilet tissue and um all type of like maintenance stuff you know like all type of supply aerosol disinfectant yeah. ma maintenance supplies like that and you can get it on what's called a 30-day net meaning that they give it to you and you pay them 30 days later and that will help to build up your credit um there, there are a few other ones there are a few other ones you know I mean, you, you can actually go right to youtube and type tier one um tier one credit Mm -hmm. And a whole list will come up, a whole list of places you can go to to get tier one. So you do that, build up your score. And then once your score is built and they, they're able to check your Experian and or your, your uh, Equifax business credit, then you can move to the next level. So on level one, you're really you're going to get like your office depots and, you know, little business stuff like that. Yeah. Now, you're not going to get to the credit cards and things of that nature until you really get to tier three and then you'll be able to get you know unsecured unsecured stuff so, so just because, one is office depot for example yeah you can go to office depot maybe staples quill but like i said i, I don't remember them offhand but if you just go to google go to um, youtube and type in tier one business credit you'll see a whole plethora of uh videos that come up that talk about um tier one credit okay Right. And so we we that. did establish the um the, the plug has its LLC. I do want to have a I do have a question, um, as Dominique is having some technical difficulties <laughs> by faith. <laughs> 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 Here she is. Um, so the plug 
He needs to get the plug. Has his LLC. Um, but I wanted to ask a question. When we, when initially when the plug establishes LLC in January, it's listed as the plug podcast LLC. Okay. Um, since January, we've been the plug people living under grace podcast. I don't know what's going on with Dominique's thing. Um, so is, does that make, are you frozen, Mr. Scott? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Dominique is frozen. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) So with that being said, because we're doing everything um, under the plug, people living under Grace Podcasting, we're just spreading it out. Um, is that would that be an issue that the business name is is named differently? Uh, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. The question is: do, do you have do you guys have a bank account? Yes, through Navy Federal. And, and the name of the bank account is the name that you named it originally. Yes. Then there's no problem there. Okay. There's no, there's no problem. Because then I was because thinking the podcast okay. is really just a show, right. right? It's not the actual business per se, right? And so that's where I was getting confused. I'm like, okay, so should we do another LLC? That's because the plug is so common, but it would just be the plug. People living under grace, like just do it as the word, and then that would be the nonprofit, or you know, however that that flows out of because the plug actually would be under the the podcast would be underneath that nonprofit but then you also right. have the plug network that has you know that's expanding and getting other shows underneath its belt as well yeah i like that i like that idea of creating an umbrella you know type scenario where so even what you could do is just think of a another name let's say like uh um like you said, people living under grace use it spelled out. Yeah. And that's the LLC. And that's the name of the holding company and everything else branches off under that. People living under grace. Right. Is is the name of the holding company. Okay. Not the then plug, have, people living under grace, just people living under grace. Right. Uh, LLC. Okay. LLC. And then it has a podcast. The podcast is called Plug. It has right. a a clothing line they sell merch they right. they you know what i mean it has different branches off of that 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 so now it doesn't matter what you call the other branches because all the money is going to flow up to people living under grace because everything else is just a branch of it and what's good okay. about that is because if and then the way you have to structure it and we could talk about this offline is is to have the main corporation own its subsidiary. So if anything goes wrong with one of the other ones, they're not producing or anything, you just cut ties with it. You just disassociate that LLC from people living under God, under grace, excuse me, and that's it. That, you know what I mean? You never have to worry about the liability of that company uh, affecting, you know, the, the total group. Right. And so technically, too, like the plug podcast, the way that we have it now with our account, anybody who's working under 
that would one day get paid from that particular line of payroll. Does that make sense? Would that be yeah. or okay? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you could look at it like that, but then right now you have to have.